0: Hello and welcome to this week's The Two Pinter. We uh, are entering new waters as we come this week live, that's right, live from London. Myself, uh, Gaz. And me, And We're currently just having breakfast uh, at a... Hotel in London, uh, and we thought this week we'll do a special live one to, to talk about the weekend sport. Um, we've two lads who met in uni uh, about 10-12 years ago, and since then we've uh, argued about sport every time we see each other and speak to each other. And this week is no different. Uh, Jono is an England fan and an uh, Arsenal and Blackburn and um, most other teams in the country fan, other than Liverpool. Uh, and myself I'm a Welshman, uh, despite the accent. Uh, who supports Liverpool and it's probably only one place to start um, in terms of the football in the Premier League uh Janow, it's, well the massacre that was at the Etihad
1: the hatchet job that was uh, Man City uh, laying waste to Chelsea I took, a, I took a gossip stick from you boys for taking hazard out of my dream team this week I didn't think Chelsea would do a lot but I, did, I didn't see that coming uh, what was it 4-0 in 18 minutes
0: yeah it was, it was quite the demolition
1: um, yeah, no, that was um, City are, are really rounding his form, aren't they? At the right time, and um, well, they are back top now, aren't they? they Having played the game more.
0: Yeah, I, the arguments can be made that Chelsea rolled over. Um, Barkley was uh, channeling some of his Everton uh, youth and <laughs> made a did a lovely little assist for uh, for Aguero, um, and then got, got well out of the way of Aguero's shot for his uh, I think Aguero was hatched. Patrick, well,
1: I can't remember which goal it was now. It was a nice goal that one, wasn't it? Uh,
0: good, good, good strike. Um, um but no, City looked uh, very, very impressive. Um and there was me thinking City were playing Arsenal, Everton and Chelsea in a week and they they're bound to slip up somewhere. Uh emphatically no, they didn't slip up. Eleven goals is it in the process? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, they, they look very handy in all the all the good players around fall. Oh well, yeah, KDB can still improve really, but yeah, Sterling. Getting two um, fairly opportunistic goals, weren't they? But the type he didn't use to score. No. Um, and now he's getting on the end of them. Aguero, he's on fire at the minute. Like, showing him making back to back captains in the fantasy team. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, but yeah, I mean, we, we spoke about Chelsea's soft underbelly a few times on this podcast, and it, and it seems to be again they. Um, yeah, it's they,
0: that flat track bully that you talked about, isn't it?
1: They they seem to be, and um, yeah, they go from well. In a week, they've conceded 10 goals and scored five <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in uh, three games in uh, just over a week. Uh, yeah, getting battered by Bournemouth and then battering Huddersfield and then destroyed by City. They're, uh, yeah, I think they need a lot of work and it would be interesting to see if, if they will. Were... I say you assume they keep Sari on after his... Um,
0: you can't get in a Sammy yet, surely. I know it's, it's an embarrassing result, but...
1: I don't mean. I don't mean at the end of the season. Abramovich has never been patient. Actually. they've, yeah, they've hired and fired managers for for fun. Um, people don't have long shelf lives at Chelsea. Uh, but yeah, you think Sari was the, you know, the, the Messiah coming from Italy, pushing Juventus close with a not cheap Natalie team, but a lot cheaper than Juve's squad. Say yeah. um, playing the philosophy of football that well. Currently, look, England looks like you. Man Mark and Jorginho and press of it, and they don't really seem to be able to get out of it. No. Um, so, you think if you're going to back him, you need to back him with serious cash uh, from defenders.
0: Uh, yeah, I think they could do a couple of new centre backs. Um, Is it not in danger, though? Just get was it maybe out of the bathwater? They've, they've lost one game to City, and right, it was a hammering, and it was a real bad day at the office. Um, they've looked good at times this season. They're well, I suppose the jury's out when they're going to finish fourth, but um, they're, still, they're still not a, a dreadful team, are they?
1: They're not dreadful, but they're down to six now. Arsenal, well, yeah, Arsenal, they've got the same goal difference, so maybe Arsenal head-to-head perhaps. Um, uh, yeah, Arsenal are head in that regard. Um, but yeah, at one point, off, off United in fourth, which isn't far, but, but you yeah, don't seem to have any consistency, and uh, yeah, I don't... I, I think they're struggling with the top four now and that's fine, it's first season he didn't spend loads in the summer deal where Jorginho wasn't cheating but, um, but yeah, his system that he plays he still doesn't seem to have the best players and the best, well, his best players don't seem to be in the best positions in his system.
0: As far as Hazard's going to be going at some point isn't he? He's not shy about telling people he's going. I think
1: this probably will be the summer if they struggle again. Um, They've been trying to get him to sign up a new contract for a while, haven't they? He doesn't seem overly keen. Uh, yeah, I'm sure Real Madrid are quite happy to take him off the hands. And as and yeah, good as Hazard is, he, he's another. He's part of the problem, isn't he? He's not consistently world class as he as he mm-hmm. can be. Um, and I think he he should be the player. who wins him the title, and he's he comes and goes. He's he's tremendous. I love watching Hazard. He's great fun, but he um, he doesn't perform consistently enough. I don't know if that's because he's bored at Chelsea or, or just him as a player, but. Yeah, I think maybe maybe they do cash in and try and rebuild a side, um, but but then you've lost your your best player in your creative fulcrum, haven't you? Really, um, which would be.
0: Yeah, but they've got a youngsters coming through, haven't they? Hudson Odoi. I suppose they've got rid of Cesc, they, but they've got youngsters coming through with uh, Hudson Odoi. Although he's possibly off to Munich or somewhere. Um yeah, really got Am- Ampadu. I don't play much youth though, other day Chelsea they don't do do? now um, maybe that's where they need to change their
1: philosophy I, I don't understand why Loftus-Cheek hasn't been given more the a Um I think he's a lot better than that cover who didn't play yesterday admittedly but um, yeah well, why not I mean they've supposedly Abramovich is really into producing youth um, and really want Chelsea to bring their own players through and yet yeah look at that side yesterday not anyone anywhere near it mainly foreign players bought in for big money um, yeah one Englishman, which was Barclay, was bought for 25 off Everton, Um, yeah, and then a pretty experienced team outside of that really, I think the full-backs are still good, Um, two of the better ones there, but yeah, they need a a really all over, I don't think, yeah, if Pedro and William for a season without Hazard, I wouldn't be that menaced by that in attacking terms, both fine players, but, but not superstars, and then, yeah, Kante played as a... Box to box midfielder, which is probably the best defensive midfielder in the world, seems odd. So, yeah.
0: I think it comes back to what you seen um, a few weeks ago about being flat track bullies. Uh, they don't seem to be able to perform against, um, well, that, that sort of underbelly was certainly uh, prevalent yesterday. Uh, an interesting stat for you as well um, it's the first Premier League uh, game in, or fixture in history to have 6 0 result for both sides. Uh, so in back in 2007, in the heady days where Chelsea were flying with uh, Mourinho um, Chelsea won 6-0 against City and then the reverse score was uh, was the same yesterday Maybe 12 years later well, Our uh, times have changed
1: yeah that was that. I'm guessing that was a Jose first Jose spell that would have been wouldn't
0: it uh, I, I assumed it was well no, I assumed it was Jose but, um, but perhaps not but wait so let's take the focus off Chelsea where does that leave City then City are...
1: looking very very good Um yeah, uh, well, yeah. I just uh, it's um, probably not gonna have the most challenging game. Uh, we'll, we'll come to the FA Cup in the weekend, but you wouldn't assume that's gonna be too stiff a test, even for for City's uh, second, third, fourth team. Um, but then they've got uh, then they're off aren't they? They've got Champions League games, which could still, um, could stymie them somewhat because they've got a big focus on that. But then the next Premiership league games West Ham at home.
0: I, th- yeah. I think that's that's the hope for Liverpool though is that as the um, as the Champions League starts to bite, that is where the the focus shifts to um, it's, it's well documented. That's the that's the one that not just they want, but Pep wants. Um, I think Liverpool almost needs to just keep up with them um, until the, the Champions League. I mean, I don't ever want to get knocked out of the Champions League, but um, it perhaps wouldn't be the worst thing for Liverpool. Although i have only got two competitions to concentrate on anyway, but um, but yeah, I think it'll be will uh, be interesting to see how much focus they do put on the on the Champions League when it comes.
1: Tricky set of fixtures for you though next weekend. Uh, well, not weekend, sorry, next weekend, the weekend after you got away at United, aren't you? And then you've got Watford at home. I mean, you should win that, for Watford aren't Muppets. Uh, and then you've got the Derby away at it, and That's not. Could be a tricky period for you. I'm not I'm struggling to see you take three points off United. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I. well, ever the optimist, I think we do beat United. Uh, I think United, <laughs> defensively, I just, I just don't rate them. Um, they're going through a very good start at the moment uh, arguably the only game they were, they've really been tested in was the Spurs game and um, I know he's allowed to be there but but for David De Gea he, uh, he could have been a cricket score um, and yeah I think we've got a lot going on attack. we've played a lot better against Bournemouth uh, on the weekend um, and good result good result for you and yeah. it, it, could, it could have easily been more um, 4-0 almost flattered Bournemouth um, Three. Uh, 3-0 sorry. yeah, almost flattered Bournemouth but, but, uh, but yeah, so I think I, I don't. I'm more fearful of the derby, to be honest, um, because I think Everton will be bouncing the opportunity to um, to upset Liverpool's title run. And they're derailing um, the I hope. Yeah, not beating this in however long it is. I think it's it's almost uh, written in the stars that they're going to uh, they're going to cause an upset. That that'd be the one that I'd be worried about. Um, but we had a question from the barmaid uh, talking to Liverpool this week. Um, Go on. So, and, uh, which bar mate was it? Well, yeah. this one's uh, Dave from Liverpool, uh, and Dave's question was: So, what was it then, Andrew? Uh,
1: Dave from Liverpool asks "Why do you think the FA and media are so keen for Liverpool to win the league?" I'm guessing Dave comes from the blue half of uh,
0: Merseyside. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Uh, it's very much a loaded question, isn't it? Um, why do I think the media and the FA uh, want Liverpool to win the league? Um, I assume the FA, the take, take two of them in isolation. I assume the FA uh, dig is because of fixtures over Christmas, perhaps. Um, Liverpool had more of a break, although that's more to do with the TV rather than the FA. Um, officials, maybe. as you possibly can,
1: because you've had a few offside goals. Yeah, um,
0: officials, uh, although um, I mean, you, you know full well I'm not a massive fan of the officials anyway, and perhaps this is the season for me to, to do a rant on officials, because we have got a few lucky decisions, but um, but yeah, I, I, I think the officials are poor anyway, but we'll, we'll perhaps address that on another on another podcast. Um, yeah, so maybe officials, maybe that's where you're coming from with the FA. Uh, yeah, we have had some uh, lucky goals, although I think there's a lot of times people are looking for... The, the one on Saturday, yeah, everyone's looking for Manny to be offside. Uh, I think his arm's offside, which it isn't offside. I know matched match today, Danny Murphy said it was offside, but if it's his hand, um, it's an unplayable part of his body, so he's technically not offside. Well, technically about it, but he's just not. Um, oh, she's so turning out media actually again, Shigarro. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think. Obviously, there's conspiracy theorists. Every year, there's uh, lucky decisions to go two and four clubs. Uh, Liverpool have had a, a couple of good ones um, this season, there's no doubt. A couple of penalties that probably shouldn't have been penalties. But then have also had penalties that should have been penalties that weren't given. Um, the one against Leicester the other week for, um, for Kaita springs to mind. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think we have had a bit of the rubber grit of the green with officials, but um, that's not unusual in any season. Um, decisions come and go for you. In terms of the media... Um, yeah again I think there probably is people do want Liverpool to win um, in terms of it being something different to City I think uh, and I, I think a lot of people particularly in the media A are either Liverpool fans or B um, grown up in an era where they remember Liverpool being uh, a good side uh, and it's almost harking back to a time when, when Liverpool were um, were good uh, maybe that's that's part of it um, maybe it's the narrative uh, Twenty. What were we on, 28 years that uh, league title um, and I, I think I think there's certainly some fans that, that don't want Liverpool to win the league uh, probably most of the country don't want Liverpool to win the league Amen um, I think uh, TalkSport did a, a poll recently and they asked every fan of the country and there was, there was only a handful actually um, I think in fact been majority wanted City to win the league um, only a handful wanted Liverpool uh, and again I think that comes from lots of different lots of different reasons um, some of it is hatred towards Liverpool um, a bit like the hatred that everyone had for United in the Fergie years um, some of it's the manager uh, you got any thoughts on it?
1: Yeah you're pretty insufferable winners I don't, I don't think you're bad losers Liverpool fans but, but having lived up there for three years and still regularly visit you're, a, you're an annoying team when you're winning
0: um, isn't that just every team though?
1: Yeah, I feel like you lot are particularly smug and you've, you've obviously had a lot of success and uh, history is a, a thing that you love to, to bash, to bash Shabby, have a fan with and you know, you won it five times in Champions League and the league titles which you had the record for up until fairly recently. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's, uh, it would be fresh, I suppose a new team winning the Premiership, isn't it, um, which would be interesting, but and yeah, the... Klopp seems to be a media darling compared to what I'd so say fans think of him, where he seems a bit of a what a twat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's running around antics, and he's um, yeah, he's ungrateful he's when you win and when you lose. He, he gets a bit moody and uh, surly, should we say? Um, but yeah, the, the media seem to love Klopp, and um, and uh, he's definitely brought uh, reinvigorated you and brought life to it. Um,
0: you yeah. always loved Mourinho as well and for a while how, look I? how he
1: is he <laughs> <laughs> did for a while but um, I wonder if uh, yeah I suppose it's the so you City winning again though is, is quite a big story isn't it it's a, sort of a, a dynasty building under Pep you'd say if they went back to back and mm. although they've certainly not been nearly as dominant this year as last year and it's, it's going to be closer but um, yeah I guess uh, it's just a big story and and yeah cause people seem to love Klopp because he Is exciting and fresh. I guess. Um, I think
0: people also. The city was so dominant last year. People are craving for a title race. Um, And so, if it's city, you are going to be favourites, but Liverpool and Spurs to an extent as well. I was going to say, you never know. They can
1: come up on the outside. What they five five points off? Five points
0: off. Yeah. Yeah. They're asking for something different, isn't it, rather than just a a dominant city. City win. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I think it was very much a loaded question from uh, the blue half of uh, of Liverpool. Um, But uh, yeah, I agree. There's there's some truth in it, but I think a lot of it is um, yeah. I I don't think there is that much of a a media and FA bias towards Liverpool. Uh, Certainly not FA. Um, Like I say, I can talk to you through some decisions that we've we've had to go against this. Um, But I'm not going to bore you with that. Um, which moves us on to another uh, contentious refereeing display. Um, yeah, here we go, here we go. In a different sport, um, England rugby. Oh, uh, so, refereed by the Welshman Nigel Owens, and he certainly wasn't biased towards Wales yesterday, was he?
1: Just uh, just rewarding a dominant team for a dominant performance. I, uh, I attended, I was at Twickenham for. Uh yeah, fairly glorious, but fairly routine. Uh, there was, we sort of went through the motions for most of the second half. We had the bonus point wrapped up before half time. Um, we were good again. We weren't as good as last week. We didn't need to be. Um, we, we, the, the friends were abject. And you could watch it with uh, mate Sparrow. Shout out to Sparrow. And um, he said for me, I think the Laws put a hit on him or something. He went, yeah, they're not gonna fancy after that sort of hit are they? They just didn't they they got hit back a few times and then just sort of looked like they didn't want to be there and weren't up for the collisions, weren't up for the contact. Um, yeah, and I mean that they' tactically as well, that we that kicking behind for two of our tries and getting close to other ones. It was just just acres of space, and um, mm. I mean, it looks like we did something against Ireland. Well, yeah, we did it um, for the uh, Slade first try, wasn't it? The day it was a daily grubber throw, so it's obviously something we're working on. And, and, I, and I love it personally. I always thought a grubber kick was a superb bit of skill. That you just don't seem to see as much of anymore, but we seem to be bringing it back. Um, maybe we've done it a bit too early before the World Cup. Uh, people are getting the wire set of tactic. But it's a uh, if you're a good side who want to switch on, it's a bloody hard thing to defend that much space with a kick and a bouncing ball coming at you with, with a load of players rushing onto you. But uh, with um, yeah, with France just constantly leaving a load of space there and not learn, learning their lesson, it was just an easy option. And Johnny May has got gas for days and um and show good, isn't
0: he, Johnny May? He's um,
1: yeah, well He's up there with the first name on the team sheet. I think uh, after Farrell and well, I told you is not playing at the moment, but yeah, not not Billy. Not Billy yeah. yeah. But, but May's, uh, yeah, he's, he's very much a, a certain. He's gone from being the player who was a bit of a. Just a ball who just things and ran sideways and got himself into trouble to so now being a yeah a serious athlete with serious pace who uh, yeah who just makes things happen and um, great under the high ball great counter attacker um, yeah just a constant menace and threat that you've got to worry about all the time and um, and France couldn't deal with him yesterday they didn't put much of a fight. Um, but yeah, the, the forwards were very solid again. Um, didn't really lose anything. Laws to Atogu Laws, was carrying quite a lot of heavy, heavy strapping, and wasn't carrying brilliantly. But he still smashed people as uh, he did with Bastereau, which was uh, kind of summed up the French day really when he uh, got it. and Laws sent him flying. You know, Bastero was brought in to be the, the big physical threat, and he didn't, wasn't really seen. Um, didn't the only yeah the only bit of French. Um, Moment magic, really it was the Houger counter attack, and that wasn't great defending from us, although he, um, he did show off some tackles quite nicely. Um, but yeah, I thought, that, I thought last year the French were rounding into some form and they looked quite solid and they're quite a solid defence, and they look all at sea now. Um,
0: yeah, civil French and you can't see one week for the next what's, what's going to happen.
1: It shows, and we studied it last week, didn't we? it shows how quickly it can change. Um, you know, they beat you, they're feeling confident, they'll come to England, you know, with the tails up and ready uh, to give us a go, but beat by you. Not feeling great after a 16 point loss and played beside devoid of confidence, devoid of ideas, and we took full advantage. Um, when I say second half was a procession, it was got to about 50 minutes, and I was uh, saying to Barry, "Let's let's get the big boys off, save them for a couple of weeks' time, because um, mm-hmm. this game is won; they're not coming back." Um, so to yeah.
0: get the bonus point before half time. You yeah, yeah. should
1: be doing that in Six Nations games. No. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, it was it was a lovely follow-up. It was a good day out. Um, for stern Tests to come uh, I'm sure I think um, all three games could be sterner than that uh, obviously Cardiff's the big one but yeah I think, I think Scotland and maybe even Italy will give us half I think Italy will at least give us a half a rugby
0: didn't give us 10 minutes so let's just uh, I was being a bit um, trying to cheat with the, the comments about Nigel Owens the referee but uh, just talk through a couple of decisions um, and let's say from the Alte England were Massively superior and far dominant and thoroughly deserved their bonus point win even before the first half. Um, but the Here we the try where um, he was he tried to kick through man t- took the man uh, the Frenchman took him. Uh, to to him, him now, uh, without the ball, he. Um, the, the, there was no way that was a that was a yellow card and a penalty try, or or it was a yellow card and a penalty to England. It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been both. Yeah, no, I don't. I think I think that's
1: the rules, though, isn't it? That's double jeopardy rule, which is just a double punishment. You've, you've done the punishment of a penalty try, which is you know guaranteed seven points, isn't it? You've got the conversion in front of the sticks. It shouldn't. Yeah, it was only three. It wasn't a malicious tackle. It was just. A...
0: But I don't think it was a penalty try. I think there was enough covering. He'd have had to pick up the ball, which he'd already missed when he kicked it, and he would try to kick it anyway. He'd have had to pick up the ball. Uh, and there was, there was covering defenders uh, he tackles him for a reason mm. <laughs> he tackles, well, he tackles him because he thinks he takes the ball
1: no he tackles him because he thinks he's going to get the ball for him and Ashton is, is ahead of him so I don't think they're covering defenders I think, think penalty tries um, but I don't uh, yeah I mean it's maybe a, you know, penalty tries a clear try was going to be scored I suppose you you can't necessarily guarantee with a bolt ball that Ashton's going to scoop it up but he was ahead Um and I think he would have made it so I didn't mind the decision yet. and only for a yellow there
0: of course you didn't mind the decision uh, yeah <laughs> um, okay so that one uh, is possibly still contentious but I, I, yeah, I don't think I still think it was, it was a yellow and a penalty uh, rather than the penalty try but um, the other one Carl Sinclair are you going to come to? yes that's the one uh, Carl Sinclair who quite clearly slaps the top of um, the Frenchman's head uh, completely un provoked from what we can see on the cameras, uh, went to TMO, it's a clear yellow, and amazingly yellow wasn't given.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what they saw there that they didn't think, uh, I heard that they have a, the French guy had hugged in before, uh, but I haven't seen pictures of that. Um, but Sinclair's got it in him, though, hasn't he? I was going to say Sinclair worries me. I said it on the on the way through. I think he, he's got one in a red mist. If you remember the Lions, the uh, the third test, he won the penalty when he was tackled in the ordeal. Well, he jumped in the air and was tackled, got quite a lucky penalty win. But he, <laughs> he jumped up to swing at the Kiwi, and very luckily, Jamie George was there to grab him before he um, before he punched a One, And I, I really like Sinclair, he's a bulldozing runner, he's um, he adds. He has you know, more options than like Cole does say, not a stronger scrummager, but he doesn't, he doesn't want the scrummaging. But, um, but yeah, I just worry come World Cup or even in Cardiff in a couple of weeks, um, if I played him, I'd be trying to get under his skin and trying to provoke him. Um, yeah, he had a spat with Omani, didn't he, last week, which looked like he was getting under Omani's skin, to be fair to him. But yeah, he just, um, at that level, uh, you can't be doing things like that. He, like, he may well get sighted, he may not, but it's just... Just stupid and petty, and uh, yeah, <laughs> want to play rugby thirty years ago. So I think to win you can punch people off the ball by yeah. <laughs> all means, but there's a lot of cameras trained on you, and um, and yeah, with dominant win, um, don't, don't don't need to do it. Yeah, yeah. don't get involved in that. We do Yeah, let, let the French uh, have a little squabble if they want. Give the penalties away. Just yeah, just leave them alone. Um, so I like him, but he, he worries me. And yeah, I worry that you know, in a big game he might do something silly. And um, and it'll cost us points, or yeah, or worse. Um, have us down to fourteen men for ten minutes or longer. Um,
0: I, th- so, I think he's there to, like you say, he's there to be, he's there to be got at from a Welsh point of view. Uh, be targeting him and he's trying to poke the bear. I would be it uh, for sure. Um, but he, he,
1: there's plenty to like about Sinclair too. He's a bulldozing runner. He's, a, he's another one Our pack last year that couldn't seem to get over the advantage line and didn't really have any carriers We've now got multiple people who couldn't get over the advantage line and we did it again. Um, yesterday. Um you you've been opposed as you seen, Sinclair Um Rawlson Carey, Curry Fine. You just yeah, Jamie George is a, is a bulldozing runner. Um so yeah, it was it was a good win but uh a test in a couple of weeks I think. Uh, and, uh moving on to your boys wasn't wasn't a very good game rugby, was it? No.
0: Awful, <laughs> awful, awful rugby game. Um Wales was a shocking. Um struggled against I mean that never we never fell behind, um, although Italy got the first try but um, yeah, never felt bad, but it just he was just poor from from Wales. Uh, there was there was a lot of changes made, but there was there was a couple of people who um, played well. Um, bef- well, easy in hindsight to say yes, to too many. I um, although beforehand, I, I thought changes were were right. Um, testing that strength and depth. Um, there's no one in particular that I, I thought. In fact, probably of the changes, um, Tom Jones was was very good. and uh, Navidi was good again. Um, Quite liked uh, Holmes, and uh, I did see a, a, a side. I just saw uh, a funny tweet about uh, Moriarty and Holmes being on the same pitch. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I, there was there was lots of things to worry about from a Welsh point of view, uh, particularly with the next game being England. Um, things need to improve quite quickly, and I think they will improve. And. Uh, a big loud occasion at the uh, what's now called the Principality Stadium um, yeah you'll be pumped for that one I uh, battle the boys but um, but yeah and, and England show their defence uh, is gettable, um, gettable. even one even, moment. Even, one even, moment. even from uh, even from French um, to be able to just waltz through the, uh, through, through the defence uh, I think I think we have got some options in uh, in attack yeah, we are dangerous um, but I think it's going to come a lot down to, uh, to who takes the chances particularly from from a Welsh point of view we need to take those uh, those three points when they're on offer um, which we're not always the best at doing Yeah, no, well, I
1: think that's probably one of the weaknesses of Alan Wynne-Jones is obviously a quality player and he'll, he'll be physical right on the floor but he does seem to like to often kick to the corner and try and have the momentum and I don't think um, the flip side of what you said uh, I, I think you will be a different side in a couple of weeks and we'll, we'll preview that proper next week um, but yeah, I've not seen anything to worry me from an England fan, I think if we turn up with the same physicality um, we should be fine but but I know you'll, you'll your game and it's uh, it's your biggest game and probably been our biggest game for a few years now really, or, or certainly up there. Um, we've had some success down in Wales but we've been beating in Twickenham. Um, yeah, uh, Under Gatland for, for most of his reign you've been a Consistently good side. I see Eddie Jones is on a charm offensive against Scotland. I'm sure. Yeah. sure that, I'm sure that will change come next week. They um, complimenting that Gatland don't they? Yeah, best Wales side ever. I think he said, um, which is some teams in the 70s might uh, dispute that. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, but, clearly,
0: even watch the Italy game? Yeah, I think he was. Or uh, <laughs> the French.
1: I think he's. Uh, yeah, oh, Eddie's quite enjoying himself, isn't he? He's not having to do too much. Sorry about the uh, coffee machine in the background going strong there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you've you've played one decent half. Um, Yeah, it's more I think what we're assuming is coming is is what you've done before and your potential and you're a strong side at home. Um, But yeah, I mean, I felt you 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 seemed a very settled side the last few years. I'm now wondering. It seems that you know you've lost Warburton or the no didn't play every every game he was available wasn't the best. But um...
0: yeah, they've got options at the back row though, and that's probably where we're strongest. Um, As in, they've even got man of the match. Uh, Thomas Young's putting a good display. Good, good player, um, John. Still got Tipperick. Uh, I know we've got a couple of injuries. Um, Falata was out, isn't he? But um, Moriarty's a big unit. You fancy him to step up for the um, the physicality of the England game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Mor-
1: Moriarty will work hard, and I'm he sure he'll send a couple of England players backwards and tackles. But, but Falata gives you like, like believe with us. He mm-hmm. plays a whole, changes our <sighs> way of playing. Falata as a gives such a a good runner and dynamic handling option. Um, yeah, overall it wasn't a very good effort for rugby and um, Italians tried hard and, and battled um, but, yeah, they still look a bit of a class below, don't they? Um.
0: And in the other game was Ireland uh, fairly convincing, didn't really, think Scotland. Scotland just didn't really offer much. Um, we no, built uh, it up as a, as a possible like cauldron that Ireland were going to go to and Scotland just seemed to crumple.
1: Yeah, I thought, I thought um, they had a... Unlucky a couple of decisions first. I thought Ireland got away, I thought Hogg was impeded, which the kick that then led to the first Irish try. I thought Hogg was impeded, and it should have been a penalty. Not yet like a guard, just a pen. Um, yeah. But yeah, once they fought. But you know, they, they battled back well and they went in at half time. It was 12 10, I think, at half time to yeah. Ireland, wasn't it? They, you know, they had the intercept try, they laid out Sexton. That was a <laughs> crunching tackle. Mm. A great pass from Sexton, to be fair, but, um, but he got laid out. And uh, you think, yeah, best player's gone off. You've scored a try. You put it down to two points and the second half they just they abject Scotland just stupid handling error after stupid decision, bad kicking, bad run. They just and yeah, Ireland got a bit more physical and um, Yeah, Scotland just, just ran out of ideas and, and did sh- stupid things. Um, and they, they do it regularly. They are mad they must be maddening to be a Scotland fan because um, you know something stupid's gonna come in it could could be um could be so much more, but f- I thought the Irish, again, looked a bit of a shadow of themselves in terms of they, they still weren't getting over the advantage line. Right? They still didn't seem to be able to carry yeah. the ball with authority. They still weren't moving pace. Um, yeah, I just I something looks up with them. I'm not sure what it is. So don't...
0: But they went away to Scotland, what should be on paper, we talked about it being a difficult place to go to and they've come away with a fairly convincing win. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps looks like last last week was just a blip. Perhaps, but yeah, just I, they, don't,
1: they don't decide that... Um, that smashed the Kiwis everywhere and was, was very good value for a 10 point win against them and probably more now look like a side a bit uh, unsure what they're trying to do and I think yes, they, they don't look as, as strong and as hard um, which is surprising because they're not really missing anyone um, you know it's, um, it's a very strong pack it's a very good side um, and yet they haven't really shown that I don't think either game they've, they've beaten, yeah you're right been beating Scotland away is not an easy game they lost there a couple of years ago but just... Um, I don't think they they look quite themselves, and I, I it'd be hard to think the teams have worked him out. I think cause it, it wasn't a complicated game plan when they were beating sides. But um, mm. yeah, they moved the ball quite well. They they carry it up the middle and then sort of eventually spread it wide and, and clear out quickly and just keep the ball ticking over. But yeah, they haven't been able to, to push sides backwards and then yeah, you I mean you've got someone like Bandiaki on the side. If he's not rampaging forward, well, what's what's he doing there? We'll want to try something different? Um, but yeah, I mean they they needed to open their account and they have done. Um, yeah, I think they'll they'll round into some form, but yeah, some some issues there. I thought they were probably favourites of the World Cup. Now now I'm
0: not so sure. Um, yeah, I I, I mean I, we'll see how this the rest of this Six plays out. I, I still think they're um their favourites behind New Zealand, um, even though they lost to England. I think that was just I, I said last week I think it's just going to end up being a blip. Um, but we'll see on that. Um, interestingly, uh, Jono, we've got a, a second treat uh, today. We've got a second barmaid. barmaid oh, um, Who's also called Dave. Uh, this one's Dave from London. Two days for the price of one. Yeah. Um, Get it all on two-partner here. <laughs> you uh, spend all this time waiting for a Dave and then two come at once. Uh, anyway, enough Dave jokes. Um, the question was, why don't we see any players doing, playing from both codes anymore? So... Historically, from rugby league to rugby union. yeah. So historically, we've had players come from uh, rugby league to rugby union. Um, whether it's Jason Robinson, um, Scott Gibbs, Jonathan uh, Jonathan Edwards. Um,
1: Scott Brownell did it. Uh, Andy Farrell came over eventually, didn't he? Um,
0: Sam Burgess, obviously the uh, the big one. <laughs> Less said, the better. Uh, Sam Burgess oh, was oh, was, was shoehorned in in time for the, uh, the England World Cup uh, a few years back, and that didn't end
1: too well, did it, Jonathan I didn't, I still wonder about Burgess if he was given a bit more time and, and a bit more of a consistent position, because he moved between the back row and centre and they're two very different positions, um, he could have been a success, but he he, um, he was the best, he's one of the best players in the world in rugby league and was probably the average in Union, so if you wanted to go back and live in Australia and uh, be a superstar out there, good luck to you. Um, interestingly, I think you can see actually in the current England side some of the answer, um, the, the the money on offer in Union is, is so much greater now and Union, the the big advantage Union has is obviously um, is the Internationals, Rugby League's never had that, I'm a big Rugby League fan, I've been to Rugby League Internationals there's only really three sides in, in New Zealand Australia, whereas Union you've, you've got the Six Nations obviously and the whole Northern Hemisphere. Um, but yeah, what I was meaning was if you look at uh, the, the current England side um, and the, the side that, that Eddie's picked. You've got Owen Farrell, and you had George Forc coming off the bench. They're both from rugby league stock. You know, Farrell mm-hmm. is Andy Farrell's son. He was a rugby league great and um, and grew up around the Wigan team. Um, there are articles this week about that. Um, and you you can see when Owen Farrell tackles with his uh, shoulder charge and high up, he, he tackles. You like mean a the rugby illegal league tackles? League. <laughs> yeah. Just just on, on the margins, Gareth. On the yeah. margins, uh, he he tackles like a rugby league player. So I think players that perhaps would have played league before and transfer, uh, probably now going straight to Union because of the, the rules and offer. Um, of your current league players, are our ones. I'd, I'd love to see Sam Tomkins Sam, Tom giving a go in, in, um, in Union. Um, I think he'd be an interesting, probably full-back again and just a counter-attacking player. He's, he's got sidestep um, and runs brilliant lines. He's, he's quite small to be fair. But I, I think, yeah, if you look at the likes of Farrell and Ford actually just playing Union straight, um, yeah, there's, there's probably something in that, and, and the rewards and offer now. I think if, if you're that good a league player, you might, unless you're really passionate about it and from rugby league town and definitely wanting to go play for your hometown club, why not go and play union? And then if, you, if you're that good, you'll get paid. Yeah, twenty-five grand a game to play for England compared to thirty, That's no? funny, now Twenty
0: grand. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, think, I think you're right, money's probably a big part of it you, you think of the physique of uh, rugby league players you think Eddie'd be all over it uh, want to get his big boys in and, like I said last week, uh, Sam Allardyce of, uh, of the rugby world <coughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, and I think probably Sam Burgess was the big high profile name uh, and then got scapegoated from an England point of view um, by the media and by the fans and um, I wonder whether that's tarnished the uh, well, tarnished anyone's anyone else's like, ambition to come over. Um, I think what well, well, you know what why <laughs> why, why, why do I wanna get all this uh, abuse? Yeah I mean if, there's not been
1: um, a particularly successful convert since for well, English but probably since Jason. Jason Robinson, Robinson, um you've had I'm mean, gonna say for El, Powell Senior came over, didn't, didn't, didn't that there, Henry Paul came over soon after. He was a, another. Uh, Farrell uh, Sr.
0: was was in this like twilight of his career. He was,
1: um, yeah. You had uh, Henry Paul came over. He didn't really do anything. Um, Burgess obviously. Uh, Farrell. It's uh, another one. even uh, what's his name? The one I picked for the Lions, Joel Tompkins, mm. um, came over and, and did nothing. and went back. Yeah. like it's it's not an easy transition, and I, I don't think the. Um, Positions don't necessarily lend themselves easily, uh, like a centre in rugby league or split both sides and quite often just run straight lines and, and quite a bit bullocking, which is alright to be a number twelve, but um but you need to have more and, and, and there is a great um, a great influence of, of rugby league and rugby union coaching the the defences and the attack and um yeah a lot of our World Cup was built on you know the likes of Phil Larvilla as Rugby uh, as our defence coach, sorry. Um yeah we had a lot of rugby league boys in there but yeah I think it's been a while since you had a successful convert. Um it's a challenge, you get your big your big backs in rugby league. You try and make them back row forwards in rugby union, you've got to start doing things like jackaling and stuff. It's, it's great. you know not in rugby union you do, uh, rugby league sorry, you don't do, you don't have to get over the top of the ball so you're at a massive disadvantage trying to do that already. Um, and yeah, the rugby league does keep the ball in play a hell of a lot and, and does have a, probably a slightly greater emphasis on sort of your aerobic fitness and just constantly running around and as junior, you you've probably got a, f- a few more stoppages and um, and yeah, your, big, your, your bigger carriers even, your big forwards running around so it's not an easy transition to make and yeah I think Burgess probably means that so it shows that it shows how easily it can go wrong. Jason Robertson was obviously special, but it, you yeah. know when you've got those feet, you can, you can do what you want. Uh, well, maybe that's it. The most successful ones are the the wingers. Because
0: uh, that
1: is Alan Bateman. very similar. Yeah, Alan Bateman.
0: Um, um, it, it can be yeah, done, but um, Davis was, was, was fly half, but um, he was he's another shorter shorter fellow who. Who could succeed in both codes? And
1: he was super um, skilled again. Um, and yeah, they're, 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 bigger, they're bigger boys now, aren't they? With, with Union being professional. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those players were before Union Men professional, and Gibbs, Quinnells. But yeah, I wonder if there's something in it being about these players that uh, young yeah, age, players that could have been up superstars, going to Union instead. Yeah. Barrel being good examples.
0: So thanks, Dave. Thanks for the, uh, the second barmaid um, question of the day. And i probably look at forward to next week when we um, will preview the uh, Six Nations properly um, obviously it's the big one uh, in Cardiff Wales are going to beat uh, England wrong um, uh, but yeah we'll, we'll probably have a look at that um, nearer the, uh, next week the only it's FA Cup this week in terms of um, the football
1: it's not the biggest weekend of sport is it but no. um, um, see if
0: the new the Newport boys can uh, keep the good times
1: and uh, not, not an easy task for them though
0: no they're home to, uh, parade, but they're against uh, Pep's Man City um, fresh off their 6-0 hammering of Chelsea um, so maybe uh, maybe that'll be a bit of a struggle but hopefully Newport can set the tone for what will be a week of Welsh teams beating English teams um,
1: I'd happily see you in this one as you don't know how long you can happen in the next one um, <laughs> but yeah I think uh, maybe, maybe you can dream and get the uh, the Danilos of the world in and maybe hope he can make a mistake and obviously a Newport goal would be superb but um, yeah whoever City put out uh, it's probably going to come to an end but uh, been a, a glorious run and um, should get a good, good paid out of playing City shouldn't they um, you'd hope and um, even for those players from Newport like sharing a pitch with potentially Aguero or De Bruyne or mm. yeah even a company if it is those sort of you know some of the legends of players you watch on the TV and you get to play against them Um yeah, being able to uh, shake hands with Pep after, just swap your shirts with your superstars, your Sterling, yeah, whoever City play, you're probably going to do all right out of them. Um.
0: The City, I've got this thing, uh, their training complex where they can they mimic different grounds um, or different surfaces, different terrains, for their, on their pitches. Uh, whether they can mimic the, the terrain of Rodney Parade, which has two rugby teams playing there and a, and a football team. Um. Now you're in Newport. <laughs> yeah. Think Gary um, looking chain' will be in the crowd, trying to uh, get on and set his case and get in their heads. That's what do you always say about Messi? could he do it on a rainy Wednesday night in, in Stoke? Uh, in yeah. Stoke. i going go where he'll do it on a, a wet and windy uh, Saturday evening in in, uh, in in Wales. Um, and then the only other big game really next week is Chelsea, uh, Chelsea United. It's the Monday Liverpool. night game, isn't it? Not bad for Monday night. Uh, yeah, no, not.
1: So what you think about the cup now? I've always been a, a, an FA Cup defender, but you you don't know what managers think. That you, with the the Premiership and the Champions League being big priority, um, yeah, it depends what sides. It's obviously at Stamford Bridge where they're a stronger, a lot stronger side. But you you, you wonder. I mean, give yeah, both really. It's probably an only shot at, uh, silverware this year, so you, you should go for it. But will will they rest some big players? Um, or will they go for a juggler? I'll see. I'd say got, they're not going to win anything else. I don't think United or or Chelsea. So why not go for it? But um, yeah, it, it happens every round, doesn't it? Big big, big teams, teams rest uh, rest good players. Um, Will Solskjaer want to give Pogba a rest after his recent run, or we want to keep the good times rolling? There's no sort of questions really. But um, yeah, that that be an interesting one. Uh, well, you, you know, United won fairly comfortably against Arsenal. Why didn't they last round? So yeah, I'll bet United to, to carry on and go through.
0: Ah oh, back Chelsea just can't uh, to bring myself to back United. Um And that probably concludes our, our live uh, podcast. Um
1: Last off one for a while probably, but you know, could could uh, could make a little trip to Derbyshire in the future we shall see.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that probably off now to get two pints of orange juice. Uh, so cheers John. Cheers, Gareth